Are you walking through your faith alone? Are you wanting to ask questions that you feel like you should already know the answer to? Or are you wanting to deepen your relationship with Jesus but not sure how to? Today, we are going to talk about the answer to all those questions and look at biblical examples of what mentorship and discipleship looks like. How can we find mentorship in our communities and how it will be available here at the Abundant Woman Collective? So I'm not going to wait any longer. We're just going to dive right in. Hey friend, welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast. Do you want to grow in your faith and have an intimate relationship with Jesus? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to be overwhelmed and frustrated when you're way too busy and forgot to prioritize your time with him again? Hey, I'm Sam and I too was someone who craved a deeper relationship but was too busy to make it happen. I felt overwhelmed at trying to fit him in and wished I could be confident in my faith and identity. I wanted to read the Bible and actually understand what I was reading but I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the know-how, or the discipline or tools to make it happen until I found a little secret to get rid of the Christian checklist. In this podcast, you will find biblical truth, hope-filled conversations with women who are right where you are, and all of the practical tools to implement so that you will be able to deepen your relationship with Jesus. So grab your copy, Bible and pen, and let's dig in. Listen here real quick. Let's pop this in. What my friend Danielle Roberts, she left a podcast review on Apple iTunes, and this is what it says. It says, so much hope and encouragement. I'm not a podcast listener, but I'll be making an exception for this podcast. There's so much needed hope and encouragement in this podcast. Sam's heart for her audience is genuine. She's a wonderful woman. I'm so thankful she's taken up the mic to teach women and share about biblical topics in a way that's going to impact generations. Thank you, friend. You basically like summarized my heart in one sentence, which is so cool. Thank you for that. And if you have a second, please, please, please leave a review on Apple iTunes because it's an easy 30 second way to help other women hear the gospel. That's it. That's the only reason. Okay. So I'm excited to dig in about this topic. Well, let's be honest. I'm excited about every podcast episode, but this one gets a little personal and I'm excited about what the solution is for this at the end. So If you've listened to this podcast, you have probably heard me talk about, but like I'm a pastor's kid. Um, I grew up, he wasn't always the senior pastor, but they, my parents were always involved in leadership. And I basically, I joke and say, I grew up on a church pew from like five years old and up. And I've literally been attending the same church building, different churches inside of said building, but the same church building my entire life. I mean, until we moved to Tennessee, like from five to however old I am now. (laughs) And so as a church kid and growing up in the church and different churches, same building, you would think that I would have had tons of mentorship and tons of people pouring into me and lots of discipleship and all of those things. However, you would be wrong. And don't get me wrong, my parents have been incredible disciplers and pouring into me, setting me straight when needed, encouraging me, pouring scripture into me, totally that. And maybe a few others, like one or two others throughout my lifetime, right? But I've never had that person who met with me weekly or met with me consistently even who listened to my life and poured into me. Um, yes, Sunday school teachers when I was little, I just realized that that does count 
and I'm not discrediting that at all. Um, but like into my teen years and into my adult years, I didn't really have a ton of those people. Right. And so the older woman pouring into the younger woman, the person who was farther along in their faith doing the same thing, it's been peers and it's been girlfriends that I've sought out, right? Like in early motherhood, when I first became a mom, I went to this incredible group um, and it was kind of like mops, but it was our Brantwood version of it. And I met some incredible people and through that short, it feels short, but short season, I did life with other moms who had kids my age, right? And that made sense. Um, And so I've had things like that. I've sought out relationships for different seasons of life that I was in. And so it's been a lot of that. And it's also been me actively seeking those relationships out and making sure that I could find people, you know, like, like the season I was in, but it was me seeking it out. It wasn't someone pouring into me. Does that make sense? So I have to be honest that there have been times where I've almost felt like, this can sound so bad, you guys, but it's me. So know me, love me. Uh, a little bit cheated. Like, what the heck? I grew up in the church and I still didn't have that story. I had friends. I still have friends that have like their spiritual moms or spiritual sisters where they've had these women walk alongside of them and do life with them and pour into them consistently for a length of time. And so it's just always been like kind of... um. Well, it used to always, I've been healed from this now, but it was kind of, used to be like a thorn, like, ugh, like a, I just had an attitude with it. I don't know how to explain it. Now though, it's so funny how God takes even those emotions and switches them out for good. I say that for two reasons. One of which is I use that, um, my sort of life experiences to then flip it on its head. And I have spent a lot of my life, my, you know, adult life and older, even older teen life pouring into others. And so I felt a tiny bit cheated. And so instead of wallowing in my cheatedness, if you know what I mean, I flipped in and was like, no, let me give other women a better experience, other children, other teenagers, a better experience. Let me use my life to disciple other people. So you'll see in my like, this sounds so silly, church resume, if you will, like my job descriptions. I have been a youth pastor for several years. I was a Sunday school director. I did Young Life and loved it so much for so many years, a few years. It feels like so many. Um, I've been a women's director. I've done different roles, which I don't care about the title as much as I care about the people. It was different roles that allowed me to directly pour into and disciple other people in their walk with Christ. And so that's one of the reasons I flipped it on the head. But the second reason is what it really actually taught me. And mentorship, true mentorship points you to Jesus, right? And because I, there were so many times where I didn't have that person to pour into me, I got directly filled from Jesus himself and from Holy Spirit, right? I would, because I didn't have that person, I would go, I've always gone directly to the father. And so he is the one who has taught me how to disciple. He is the one who has poured so much into me. He is the one I've learned how to hear his voice, how to discern, how to prophesy, all of it. And this is also how I learned to disciple and how to pour into other women. It was coming directly from the source. And so again, what I thought was like this, oh, I never had this person. I flipped on its head to constantly be discipling people 
and then to also go directly to the source. And I share this because I don't want you to be like, well, of course, Sam had XYZ. She grew up this church life. That's not true. Um, But I also want you to know that through that, I have used this for good. It's why I'm so passionate about discipling others in whatever season of life you are in and pouring out into others. And it's why I've done it for so many years, right? And so, yeah, I'm just passionate about it. So let's just dive in. What is a mentor? And according to our BFF, the dictionary, (laughs) it says a trusted counselor or guide, like it, a tutor or coach, I like it. And you will know in the online space that people will say mentor, they'll say discipleship, they'll say coach, right? So all three in my book, somebody give me their definitions, but I basically interchange a lot of those, like a lot. And it's basically a Christian mentor is someone who supports another believer, friend, or fellow sister through a relationship for the purpose of long-term developmental spiritual growth. So mentoring is a biblical idea. Although the word mentor itself isn't used in scripture, the principles apply like everywhere. First and foremost, like the most obvious example is Jesus himself, right? Jesus was a discipler. He mentored to the 12. He spent three and a half years pouring into his disciples and he would do that. He would teach large crowds, but he would mentor and walk with 12. He would also walk with three and then very seldomly he would walk with just one. And so his whole ministry life is used to do that. He taught them to know him. And through him to know the Father, right? To represent God's love in the world. And he even was a physical example of servantry, like washing the feet and dying on the cross, right? Some other examples include um, Jethro mentored Moses. And listen to what God, this is all the way back in Numbers, uh, chapter 8, verses 23 to 26. But listen to what God instructed Moses to do when he was preparing and mentoring the next generation of Levites. This is how old it is. Old Testament, friends. The Lord said to Moses, this applies to the Levites. Men 25 years old or more shall come to take part in the work at the tent of meeting. But at the age of 50, they must retire from the regular service and work no longer. They may assist their brothers in performing their duties at the tent of meeting, but they themselves must not do the work. This then is how you are to assign the responsibilities of the Levites. So what does this mean? Does this mean we're talking about retirement? Yes and no. The old men could chill for a minute. They were to come and instruct. But what does that also mean? It means they could not physically pick up the hammer and work on the tent of meeting, right? But what that meant instead was they were to pour themselves. They were to teach these men. This I can't do this for you. This is how you do this. This is how you clean the temple. This is how you build the tent. This is how you write. They were using their gifts, their knowledge, and pouring it out into these younger men. That is mentorship. <laughs> I can't make your relationship with Jesus force it and make it better. I cannot do the work for you, but I can encourage you, pour out my knowledge, my wisdom, and point you to the cross always, right? The old guys didn't not work. Instead, they continued to pour into the younger Levites. So cool, right? And then Moses, we know, in turn mentored Joshua and the elders of Israel, and Joshua mentored the other remaining leaders of his army. Another example, Elijah, Elijah mentored Elisha. (laughs) Elisha mentored King Jehoshash and others. It's like, it's the 
the gift that keeps giving. Priscilla and Aquila mentored Apollos, which improved, like vastly improved Apollos' ministry. Barnabas, Barnabas <laughs> mentored, discipled Paul, and then Paul to Timothy. Do you all see how it works? It's like a, a chain event. There are so many times in the Bible that we talk about this. It's not mentorship, like the word mentorship, 2023 version. No, it's this. It's visually the Lord is pouring into me. I'm pouring into someone else. The Lord is talking to Barnabas. Barnabas is pouring into Paul. Paul is pouring into Timothy. It's the chain reaction. It's sharing testimony, sharing knowledge, giftings, spiritual wisdom, and doing life with those people. Paul captures a, a, a scripture in 2 Timothy 2.2. That, I love this. Okay, listen. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Paul always was kingdom minded. Like he always took someone with him to do ministry, to show him the ropes, to build them up. And Paul is probably one of my favorite examples of, and Timothy, <laughs> both, of mentorship, right? And so if you're having questions, you want to hear stories, dig into Timothy. So let's dig in a little bit. What does a mentor do? Here is a short list. I say short list because this list expands and contracts depending on the personal relationship with the mentee, right? Not all of these happen every single session, but most of them do. <laughs> and sometimes the list goes beyond depending on what you're dealing with. If you're walking through trauma, this list is expanded greatly, right? If we're studying scripture, it's probably still expanded. So here we go. Mentors do life with you alongside of you. They listen to you. They intercede on your behalf. Hear me when I say this. They intercede. They present your needs to the Father. They are prayer warriors for you. They partner with the Holy Spirit. They teach you. They always point you to Jesus. They cry, laugh, mourn, celebrate with you. They ask questions to help you think critically. They're a confidant to you. They're there for you. They help you understand how to live what the Bible actually teaches, right? Again, that list expands pretty vastly. And here's a few things. Again, this list can expand too because depending on your experience or church hurt or past, it can expand. But here's what a mentor does not do. Does not. We do not spoon feed you the answers to all of life's problems, but instead we help you to think critically and use scripture as a guide, right? Nobody's getting spoon fed here. Again, when like the world ends <laughs> and we're presented before our father, you're not bringing your mentor with you. You're not like, oh, well, Sam said that we're good. No, it's you. You have to put in the work. You get to contest for your faith. You get to deepen your relationship with Jesus. Your mentor just helps you along with it. A mentor, again, does not replace your relationship with Jesus. Nobody will do that ever. That's a huge red flag. Run super far if you feel that. A mentor is not self-focused. They are kingdom focused. It is not about your mentor. It is about you, the mentee, and the kingdom. A mentor does not break confidence when what you say does not get repeated. A mentor doesn't baby you, but encourages you and pushes you higher. A mentor does not give up on you. This is important, especially because many of people, many of the people 
in our life, I've given up on us. We felt abandoned. We felt left. Even if it wasn't like a huge, massive, traumatic thing, it was people have ditched us. We've been hurt by people. A mentor is not that. And you will find that when talking about this, like I said, mentor, coach, disciple, they're all changed interchangeably. And that's totally okay. Basically, discipleship is the journey to being more like Jesus, right? That is discipleship. Mentorship is finding that person to walk alongside you, encourage you, and equip you to be more like Jesus. Doesn't that sound dreamy? Like, there's been so many times in my life where I'm like, man, I really wish I could just bounce these ideas off people, or I wish I knew 100%, like someone can help me confirm with the Holy Spirit that this was the next step, or I wish I had that person. Life is amazing, or life is junk, (laughs) and I wish there was that person to intercede on my behalf. I feel like I need that person to do it with me, right? Not for me. There's been times in my life, and I'm sure there's been times of your life where you're just so desperate that you need someone to help lift your arms up, right? We find the discipleship mandate to help in the great commandment. When he says, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets in Matthew 22 verses 36 to 40. The call is to love God and to love people. Period. Period. Mentors get to help you do that in the specific circumstances and life happenings and alongside of you. So friend, do you wish there was an easy way to know God, read and understand, and apply the Bible in your everyday life, to learn to be confident in who you are in Christ, to to do all of those things with an accountability of a mentor to cheer you on and to support you? I know what it feels like to go at it alone, to be so busy that the days keep passing by without spending intentional time with God to read scripture and then have no idea what I just read (laughs) and to even see other women living their best Jesus life and wanting more of that. Well, guess what, friend? It is available for you. Imagine if you had the tools in your tool belt to live an abundant life through Christ, to be so confident in whose you were and who you are that nothing could stop you, to read the Bible, understand what it meant, And maybe even share it with a friend. To be so close to God that you were able to discern his voice. And that is why I created the Abundant Woman Breakthrough Sessions. These are sessions where I teach you. Well, first I meet you where you are at in your life and your season. And you come with your greatest need. And we work through that. I teach you how to break through the lies of the enemy. How to prioritize your relationship with Jesus. Establish habits that will draw you closer to him where you'll be able to create a routine of reading your Bible and knowing how to apply it, have a prayer life, create intimacy that you've been longing for, and just have that person and accountability to go through this problem or life with you. You'll walk away with a deeper relationship with Jesus and a new mentor, accountability, and friends. So if you're ready for a mentor to come alongside you, meet you where you're at, and to help you equip you to deepen your relationship with Jesus, now's the time. You can send me an email at hello at theabundantwoman.co, message me on Instagram, or check out the website, theabundantwoman.co backslash coaching. 
And together, we will create that intimate relationship with Jesus, even in the busyness of your everyday life. I'm so excited to announce that I'm using my 15 plus years of ministry experience and doing life alongside people to open up mentorship program. This is one-to-one mentorship right now. It'll be group mentorship in a few months, but for now, I get to do life one-on-one with you. And so friends, when I tell you that this has been an all God thing, I absolutely mean all God. I am so excited to continue to say yes to him, to his leading to see who he will bring me in relationship with and excited to pour everything I have out to these women, to you, who can then go and disciple other people. I'm excited to see the kingdom grow and to change and be more like Jesus in a world that looks less and less like him every single day. So if this interests you, reach out. If you have questions or aren't sure, message me directly and I'll clarify them. But thank you for listening to this and listening to my heart behind this. And where I think and know that the Lord is guiding me. Stay tuned though. Because we do have this and I want you to reach out. I want to do life with you. Whether it's in your motherhood, your college days, your grandparentness, your spiritual walk. We can do it together. And I'm so pumped for who's going to say yes. This Friday, friends, we have a special episode of an incredible friend, Rashonda Pratt. And we are going to be talking about visibility and how visibility matters. And it does. So thank you so much. Until next time, friends. Friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community, going after Jesus, and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.